You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie and today we're going to talk about separation anxiety. So specifically, we're going to talk about how to prevent it and what to do if maybe your puppy or dog are already showing some signs. So first, let's talk about the term separation anxiety and how I'm going to use it throughout this episode. Because the term separation anxiety, the technical definition of it is when a dog has a hard time being separated from a specific person. For example, Mariah, when I first got her, had a lot of trouble being separated from me. If I left the house, she became frantic. She would destroy things. If she got outside, she would jump over the five-foot fence and run down the street looking for me. And it did not matter if somebody else was home, if somebody else was in the house. It was if I left. That is separation anxiety. What we see more commonly are dogs who just don't like to be alone. For example, Lucy, when I first got her, just didn't like to be alone. As long as somebody was home with her, she did not care who it was, she was fine. But if she was alone, she would panic. That's much, much more common. But because there's no single term for that situation, we tend to use this term separation anxiety to include when a dog just doesn't like to be alone as well. And that is exactly what I'm going to do in this episode. I just wanted you to know that there is a subtle difference. But lucky for us, how we handle it, how we prevent it, and how we treat it are essentially the same. So when I say separation anxiety, I'm going to mean both of those situations, whether it's a single person they don't like to be separated from, or if it's they simply just don't like to be alone. So this is a really important topic to talk about because every single dog has the potential to develop separation anxiety. And that is because in their natural environment, dogs are never separated from their pack. So being alone, being by themselves does not feel good to them. Their instincts scream that this is wrong. And of course, because of personalities, because of breeds, some dogs are more susceptible than others. There are just more independent breeds and there's more not (laughs) independent breeds, but every single dog has the potential. So like most things, our best course of action is to simply prevent it. And we do that by teaching our puppy that it's okay to be alone. And no worries if you have a puppy or a dog that's already showing signs of separation anxiety, I got you covered too. Now, what does separation anxiety look like? Maybe you're not sure if your dog is showing separation anxiety, or sometimes it's simply useful to know exactly what we're preventing. Essentially, it's your dog showing any kind of stress when you're not home. For example, When you're getting ready to leave, your dog starts following you around. Maybe they start to pant a little bit. They don't want you to leave and they're showing a little bit of anxiety. That can be separation anxiety. Or excessive barking whenever you're not home. If you're getting phone calls from your neighbor that your dog has been barking all day long while you aren't home, that's separation anxiety. Destructive behavior when you're not home. 
Because what happens is, you know, when a dog is stressed or anxious, they have all this built up energy inside and they need to direct it somewhere. And sometimes that's barking. Sometimes that's de-stuffing your couch. Sometimes that's eating the drywall because that is a release of energy for them. Now, it's also possible that it's simple boredom, but if they're only doing it when you're not home, most likely it's separation anxiety. When you do come home, if your dog is overexcited, like cannot control themselves, excitement, if they're peeing on the floor because they're so excited to see you, that is also separation anxiety. A dog who pees on the floor out of excitement is not typically normal behavior. That is a sign of something else is happening. They had all this energy building up while you were gone. And when you come home, it like explodes and they don't know how to control it. Those aren't the only signs. Any way that your dog shows or manifests stress, which there's a bunch of different ways, these are just some of the most common. They can be anywhere from minor to them whining a little bit before you leave to major where they're destroying your home while you're gone. Obviously, the more severe it is, the harder it is going to be and the more time it's going to take because there's no quick fix once it becomes severe. Just like most of our puppies' behaviors, the best course of action is to simply prevent it. So how do we teach our puppy to be alone? This is another reason why I'm a big fan of the crate and why I encourage my clients to use the crate even when they're home because this is a perfect way to ease them into being alone because they're not exactly alone. You're home, but they're separated from you. They can't get to you. They can't depend on you for their entertainment. And this is also why your puppy will probably whine in the crate at first because they're dealing with this new feeling of being alone and they're not quite sure how to handle it. Now, what we want to do is sit them down and say, listen, it's okay. You're by yourself, but nothing bad's going to happen. I'm going to be back soon. Um, Why don't you entertain yourself? Take a nap. Here's a toy and everything's going to be okay. That's what we want to do. But our puppies don't learn that way. Sometimes we forget that and most times we wish they did, but they don't. So what we have to do is to guide them into figuring that out for themselves. And most of the time what that takes is a little tough love which is also tough on us. So we need to let our puppy whine it out in the crate. Now, there's many reasons. There's many reasons to use your crate even when you're home. There's many, many reasons to never, ever let your puppy out while while they're whining. Separation anxiety is just one of those reasons, but it's also a very important one. And you can also do this if your dog is already showing minor signs of separation anxiety, starting from the beginning, you know, starting with the basics is always a good idea. So something else I want to bring up um, is our own behavior, because sometimes we can inadvertently encourage the separation anxiety, especially true separation anxiety when our dog wants to be around one person, because we love our dogs, We bring them into our home. They take over our lives and our hearts. So when they show signs of never wanting to be away from us, of always wanting to be with us, of not letting us leave, that can make us feel good. That can feed our egos a little bit. 
sometimes we encourage that behavior by giving them the attention. You know, it makes me feel good that Mariah chooses me over anything or anybody else. It does. I'm going to admit it. I'm not perfect. I'm only human. I love it. But if I'm not careful and I allow her to always choose me, to be around me, to run to me even when, you know, somebody else is calling her, I'll betray myself with a little bit of of a smile, but I can't encourage that behavior by then giving her some kind of reward, like letting her stay with me or petting her or giving her a treat or something or whatever she's looking for. Because I know that she has that personality. I know that she can very easily digress. And especially if your dog is already showing signs, you're not doing her or him or yourself any favors. So even though it makes us feel good, we have to remember what's going to be best for our dog. And the other time we want to watch our own behavior is when we leave and when we come home. Again, this is probably more essential if your dog is already showing signs of separation anxiety because when we leave, we have a tendency to always have to say goodbye to our dog. And if your dog is already having trouble with you leaving, then you need to ignore them. You do not say goodbye to your dog. In fact, you ignore them for the last 20 minutes that you're in the house. And I know this is tough, but I'm telling you right now, your dog is not going to be insulted, okay? Saying hello, saying goodbye is something that we are taught as children. Like it's not even part of our natural instinct. It's something that we're taught to do when we're kids to live in our society, So our dog is not expecting that from us. And sometimes that's exactly why they think us leaving is a big deal because we make a big deal out of it. You know, goodbye, I'll see you later. I'll be back soon. You're going to be okay. And then we walk out the door. So we just made a big, huge deal about what we were about to do and then walked out the door. But if we ignore our dog and just leave, we've just shown them me leaving is not a big deal. And let me tell you, this seems simple and this seems counterintuitive in our human brains. But when I started doing that, everything changed with Mariah. She had severe separation anxiety and this made all the difference. And in the same way, when you come home and how you react and behave can also have a big impact. Because if you come in and you throw yourself on the ground and you roll around with your dog, well, you just made a big, huge deal about you coming home. So when you're gone, they're going to constantly be anticipating that, right? So again, if you are you have a dog that gets overexcited when you come home, you need to ignore that. You need to ignore them until they calm down. One, you don't want an overexcited dog every time you come home. So this teaches them to not jump all over you and not be overexcited. And it also will help them if they are feeling stressed or anxious when you aren't there, okay? So there's a bunch of things we can do. We can use the crate when we're not home. We never let our dog out when they're whining. We watch our own behaviors and don't encourage our dog's neediness if they have it. When we leave and when we come home, we don't make big deals out of it. This all helps separation anxiety and they also have other reasons and other functions that I've talked about before and I'll probably talk about again. So a lot of this depends on your dog, your dog's personality and whether he or she are already showing signs of anxiety when you leave or when you're not home. So you might need to do all of these things. You might only need to do some of them. It's really going to depend on your dog. Like I said, Mariah, me watching how I act 
when I leave and when I come home and not encouraging her need to always be with me is what made the difference for me. And her severe separation anxiety has changed dramatically. Sometimes just using that crate when you're home and not making a big deal when you leave is enough. The suggestions I've given is a great place to start. And that is all I have for you today. I will be speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepause.com. Debbie here. I just wanted to pop back in to let you know about my brand new four-week puppy course. So if you're thinking about getting a puppy or maybe you already have one, this is my new four-week course where I go over all the stuff that you need to get through puppyhood. So it's a lot of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but I go into greater detail and throughout the course you have direct access to me to answer all of your questions. And there's even an option for a one-on-one training video session with me throughout the course. So if you're interested, you can head over to playtimepause.com forward slash puppy, and I hope to see you over there. Bye for now.